0: With your host, the baby face eel, Tamatonga.
1: Guys, welcome to Thomas Island. I'm Tamatonga. We got my man, Ross Berman, Karen, Karen Peterson. Hello. Hello. Now, hello. it is summer, guys. It is,
2: we're in midsummer, right? We're about midsummer. Mm-hmm. When is the last day of summer? Last day of summer is like, mid-september i think that because like the first day of fall is like september 21st that's the autumnal equinox and so like yeah that's it's like hol- that was like a holiday right it's like a three or four day holiday is that
1: in remote? japan it's a
3: holiday yep uh, here not so much
2: got you what, what have you guys been doing for the for the summer anything i've just been sitting around and sweating in my apartment it has been brutal in chicago <laughs> i've just i've been like going to movie theaters when i can to get the air conditioning uh we're melting i saw, saw
1: you've been going to the movie theaters you saw elvis right
2: oh yeah dude i've seen elvis twice at this point now because i had nothing better to. i had to kill time before a new japan show and so i went and saw a late night showing elvis i heard it was really good i i saw my, my little brother told me to um Oh, Cafe, little cafe here. But uh yeah. Somebody <laughs> Some, somebody someone told, me told that. you. <laughs> somebody
1: told me. You know, okay. to
2: check it out. It's pretty good. It's it's a, it's a ride, man. Like it's it's by the guy who did Moulin Rouge and like the the Leonardo DiCaprio Romeo and Juliet. Like it's a cartoon. Uh I don't know if anyone's ever anyone in the chat or anyone here has seen the uh movie version of Speed Racer but imagine if the movie version of speed racer was just about Elvis and about American rock and roll. It's, it's a wild, wild time. There's even some folks speaking Carney and it's a very, it's a sweaty movie. Let's put it that way. It's a really sweaty movie.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I want to check that out. Tom Hanks is one of my favorite, uh, actors ever and he, he's like the main he's one of the main guys right
2: he is the he is the main guy because it's like it's about elvis but it's told through the eyes of colonel tom parker his manager and so like most of the movie is just like tom hanks scurrying around an empty casino like some kind of like rat like just like telling everyone about elvis while he's got an iv like hanging off of him it's a it is it's a really wild, it, it's really hard to describe the movie without sounding like you're joking about it. Like it, 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 it the stuff that happens in it is insane. Um, highly recommend it to anyone that's got like three hours to kill because it's long, it's really long. Ooh. Yeah, dude, it's like two hours, 45 minutes. It's a long ass movie. I feel like that's like the new thing that with
1: movies. Not a new thing, but that's the norm. It's mm-hmm. like two and a half to three hours is yep.
2: is the norm. I remember when movies used to be like, an hour and a half maybe hour 15. (laughs) There's a whole (laughs) section there's a whole section on Hulu now that's just 90 minute movies because they're like look we get it you don't have a lot of time here's (laughs) here's a quick hour and a half movie I'm don't get me wrong I like a lot I like a long movie long movies can be fun but I do I do love a good 90 minute quick 90 minutes. Um, Karen you been up to anything this summer?
3: Oh, well, you can tell with my illustrious tan that I've been outside maybe once. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't tan, I burn. So, you know, it's hot in Orlando. So, you know, staying, I'm an indoor cat. So, you know, a lot of air conditioning, ice cream, trying to watch movies that are less than two hours long. <laughs> but, you know, n- no complaints. Still on the top side of the grass. Glass oh, half full. That's the way I'm going.
1: Uh, you and I on a, with our tan lines here has total black and white because
2: I'm, <laughs> I'm
1: fried right now i i took my family out to uh, aruba with with some family friends mm-hmm. uh, he brought um, my buddy i grew up with brought his his wife and kids and we all met up in in aruba and we did seven days mm-hmm. seven days in aruba and i've never taken a, a vacation that long i you know and I don't think I'll ever do that again. I'll yes, just keep it short. <laughs> just
2: it was too too much too much birthday cake too much too much good time.
1: <laughs> just uh, it, you know after about the fifth day, you're like okay I've done it. I mean it's either beach mm-hmm. pool beach pool eat beach pool eat that's, <laughs> uh, that's about I, I mean we we checked out some places but I mm-hmm. think we could do all that in five days you know mm-hmm. and seven days. It was just oh my goodness! I on the first day I got fried and I I just didn't think about it. I'm like Aruba is hot like Florida, you know. I'm Mm -hmm. a Florida boy. Closer to the sun.
3: Closer to the sun.
1: (laughs) That first day, I was by the third day I was peeling. That's how. Oh no. (laughs) Usually it takes about a week, week and a half Mm for you to peel. Yeah, third day I started peeling (laughs) on my forehead. I was like, man, I started wearing a hat my wife started wearing long sleeves (laughs) i put my kids in long (laughs) sleeves. we're the only one wearing long sleeve stuff at the pool and out in the beach
3: (laughs) vacation yes yes we care about our skin as well thank you Mm
2: -hmm. you're cooking the skin faster you can make it at that point it's just (laughs) just peeling off yeah Um,
1: so it, it was great it was easy it was fun but um couldn't wait to get you know my wife could tell I was getting antsy again after about the like a third or fourth day I'm getting antsy I, mm-hmm. I took some time off from the gym and I'm like I, I need to go back I need I need this they got a gym every time I go in the gym it's like packed with people in the morning oh. and like that's about the only open time I've got before my kids wake up once my yeah. kids wake up mm-hmm. that's, that's it i um <laughs> yep I'm busy, man. And, priorities, uh, man. They're important. <laughs> it's good growing up a little bit, huh? Yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, adult life. So, but it was cool. It was fun. I couldn't wait to get back. I, as soon as I got back, you know, getting myself ready here for the G1, getting my mindset right. Uh, mm. Yeah, just I'm um, just dark as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I, yeah. I look like one of the natives over there from Aruba yes, <laughs> when I left. By the time I left. <laughs> Did you guys know that Aruba is a desert? Yep, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, the island was like, was like I seen cactus everywhere, and mm-hmm. and I oh. I guess because when you're closer to the, you know the equator, that
2: yeah, oh,
1: it's sometimes it's,
3: it happens. <laughs> it, sometimes, yeah,
2: it's it's just it it bakes everything. You gotta the plant life has to get real hard to survive. That's why you get the it cactus. rains like twice a year, right? Yep, and they, and, and it's, it's oh, wow. the, the Cool thing about it is that
1: they get some wind. Uh, that is windy all the time so it's, it's not like humid
2: hair uh
1: air oh oh
3: man but yeah. i would here for a nice breeze right I was now. i'm gonna say this sound this sound, i know that you got i know
2: that you got cooked but it's been sweltering in chicago so this sounds like a dream this sounds you know like how that.
3: orlando is so.
2: <laughs> of course when we were there uh on well, i think on our fourth day
1: uh we had like a tropical storm or something and I guess we out of the two days, we got one of those days that it rained, mm-hmm. and they shut down everything. They oh, there yeah. was panic at our yep. at our hotel. Right, like, mm-hmm. there's a tropical storm. I'm like, like a hurricane or what I mean, <laughs> is that like? Because <laughs> on Florida, I'm like tropical yep. storm is like, nah, you know, it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they shut down everything, pulled in all the the chairs, and I'm like, what? And like tourists mm-hmm. in there are like starting to panic. They're like, st-
3: yeah, like
1: it's crowded <laughs> inside the lobby. And I'm like, are we like DEFCON one? What's <laughs> what's the idea? Are we boarding yeah. up windows? Was like, is there we like we don't
3: board windows until Category four hurricanes? <laughs> like, like yeah, a tropical storm. We're going to the liquor store and we're stocking up. Yeah, them, like, you're not putting the patty away furniture away yet. No. <laughs> a- yeah,
1: everybody was starting to panic so so much that I started to panic. You know, we have lots of people. I'm like, wait. I, um, I started questioning things. I'm like, wait, am I like not taking this serious? Or, like, I, what, what do we do? And uh, and then we I'm watching outside rain and I'm like, yeah, it's a uh, I mean, it's coming a little bit hard. But that's a that's a it's just that's a drizzle in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and it ended uh-huh. after four hours, it ended. and And then that was it. And it was uh, I was like, this is what we had a
0: this <laughs> Tuesday a in
3: Florida in the summertime. What are you talking
2: about? Oh man, yeah,
1: it you went crazy.
2: Went full lockdown mode just for uh, yeah. for a, a, a rainy day in in Orlando. That's insane. Yeah, well,
3: I mean, I guess because if it's more desert, then you have to worry about like mudslides and landslides, and yeah, probably, they have like those more natural disasters, you know, that they have to think about compared right. to what, you know also the living like the living conditions between here and there is another issue that I'm pretty sure might also impact that. Well, and it's I just also I like, think, yeah, it was
2: ahead, also, and I was gonna say cause it's also a, it's also a resort. And so they're like, look, yeah, for the people from Florida, this is great. But for the people from like Minnesota, this is the apocalypse. <laughs> they don't know what's happening. They just want to feel safe. They just want to feel Even like the people we from have Maruba. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Someone yeah. just wants
2: to feel like we're in control <laughs> at the moment. <laughs>
1: The day after I took a taxi and the taxi driver was like, Oh my gosh, that's the, that's the worst rain that we've had in years. in a very, very long, 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 long time. And I'm like, wow. we, we go to town there, There's some parts that was flooded. I was like, he's like, yeah, we don't have the drainage. I was like, of course you yep, didn't build this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why would you build drainage? Cause it sprinkles twice a
2: year. It's... Yeah. They don't, they don't want it to drain. They want to conserve as much of that as possible. <laughs> they need They're to not... save it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, that, that was my
1: vacation, a little, little, you know, it was fun, it was easy, hot, got a little drizzle, you know, that they call the storm down there, a hurricane, but it was fun, it was easy, I'm, I'm ready, I'm ready to get back to business, it's, it's summer, it's, I'm getting back to wrestling, Ross, what is going on in the wrestling world, I've been, I've been, in a, I've, been a, I've been away. I know, no, you've
2: been you've been getting your head right because it's G one season, man. We got like uh, just just about ten days until the G one climax kicks off. I know you know that you're it's your singular focus uh, right now. But uh, a lot of folks that a lot of folks in the wrestling business didn't get the week vacation that you did. Uh, there were some folks in New Japan that had to be on the first. They had to be on the road to Forbidden Door then they had to be on the New Japan Road tour right after the after Forbidden Door and so it has been a busy week for some of the New Japan folks and for some of the the not quite necessarily former New Japan folks but we'll get to that uh in a second but yeah Forbidden Door has come and has come and gone it seems like it was a commercial and uh critical success overall people seemed very Tony Khan said he liked working with New Japan President Obari seems to be real high on the idea of bringing aew over to japan or something along those lines it sounds like the uh sounds like the the the, the show went very good for both sides i don't know what have, what have you, what is, yeah. what's your kind of reaction to the reaction i've, I've caught Midden up Door? i've caught up to some uh some of
1: the matches and uh man that that looked incredible like mm-hmm. was it was
2: a sixteen thousand? my goodness was it yep. i'm not sure Why? it was about 60 it was a, i don't know the exact uh figure i don't have that in front of me but it was a very full united center and united center yeah. is it's one of the bigger uh hockey <sighs> arenas in the country i mean we are we're talking 16 000 to 20,000 somewhere around there and uh yeah. good on everyone i mean especially considering all a it sold out without a uh card announced B when the card was announced it had to keep changing because of injuries because of politics because of various different curses that happened through the forbidden door and despite every single uh pothole crater hitch and the giddy up on the way to the uh on the way to forbidden door everyone seemed to have a very damn good time like it it really has kind of created I, I see a lot of dollar signs in people's eyes now that they've seen the reaction to that show and what that show could have been had everyone been healthy. What you, would what'd you kind of think of, of the reaction so far, Tama? Uh, I want to hear what Karen first. Oh, yeah, I go ahead. Go. Karen, well, what's up? I,
3: well, I think back to the pandemic era when the G1 was the good enough G1 because it, we, they were making the most of with what they had. Mm-hmm. Forbidden Door, with all the injuries and, you know, politics aside, it, from top to bottom, it was a pretty good show. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy fighting with Fight TV and Bleacher Report and all that nonsense to be able to watch it. No. But that being said, I do still wish the wins and losses were a little bit more balanced because I felt like it was kind of tilted a bit heavier towards AEW. Mm. And sometimes some, some of the matches kind of felt a little bit more like our Ring of Honor Global Wars as opposed to G1 in Madison Square uh, G1 SuperCard in Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I I'm with you. I, I felt it was leaned towards uh, AEW, and you could say, yeah, that's fine because it's their show, you know. Uh, but at the same time, you know, if we're doing a shared event. Let's let's share it. Let's mm-hmm. uh. But at the same time, there was a lot of injuries. There was a lot of like, oof, how I would call it. it? It happened, you know. And so um, I think they were just trying to make do with what uh what what they got. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm I was happy to see some of our guys in there. Uh, Yoshihashi and Goto, uh, you know, other guys to to get a chance to. I, I liked uh, mm-hmm. seeing Shingo, in there. Um, so there was some talents that were able to make it to be able to uh, represent new New Japan to a a larger, much larger crowd here in the United States. So Mm -hmm. I'm happy about that, you know, but yeah. What do you think Ross?
2: I, 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 we, we, we kind of talked a lot about it last week on the podcast. I think what worked about the show really, really worked and the stuff that didn't work was just it. It wasn't that it didn't work. It was just that like, I think there was some stuff that felt more like it fit on like dynamite or like on a go home show, To blood and guts, as opposed to like the the big pay per view main event that both of the world title matches were supposed to be. But I cannot stress enough that's like one hour out of like a four and a half hour show. And so I think overall it was a very good show. I think it was a very positive reaction. And I think I think even the stuff that didn't work for me still worked overall. I I do think though the show was at its strongest when it was stuff like Keith Lee and uh, Swerve Strickland versus Suzuki Gun where it was just a really good match. I think, yeah. he, especially because we haven't seen Kanemaru and Desperado work that much against people the size of Keith Lee. Uh, it it added uh, something new to the New Japan talent that like New Japan fans hadn't seen at the show, as opposed to just a showcase of "Yep, that's Goto and Yoshiyashi. That's exactly what they do." "Yep, that's Desperado and Kanemaru. That's what they do." Like it still felt like it still felt alive. It felt animate. It felt like a, a competition. Um, yeah. What what are, what are some things that you you didn't that didn't work for you on that show? It's just the way that like both world title matches didn't feel like they were about the world title when all was said and done. Because like the four way match wasn't about Jay White pinning Adam Cole. It was about Jay White and Adam Cole and Hangman Page's relationship and how the Bucks fit into it. it was a very it, it, the IWGP World Title got a little lost in the soap opera, and then I think Moxley and Tanahashi had a damn fine main event match, but then not letting the moment breathe and not letting moxley have his moment and instead deciding let's just have jericho appreciation society run in there scoot tanahashi out of the ring beat the hell out of the new interim champ then claudio castagnoli come in make the save and look like the biggest thing in both companies to to i think the detriment of even the guys in the blood and guts match uh that's the stuff that didn't quite work for me. which again I don't know if it's a, if it's a good problem to have that you've got so many of these storylines going on, but I I do think the main event matches should have been about those titles, especially with right. the atmosphere of the show. For um, it
1: to be for it being a pay per view um, show, I like I remember something that you had said in the happy hour last week. It was like. For New Japan, it was like it was a show, right? Pay per view. But mm-hmm. for AEW, it was almost like a con- like okay, this is here because it's gonna continue on to yeah. this yep. week on Wednesday or on Friday or to our whatever. So it like, you're right. It mm-hmm. didn't give it that everybody get their moment, right? Yep. It, instead, it, they used it as a continuation, like everybody coming in and taking
2: some of that pie from that mm-hmm. match, you know. Yep. So, yeah. And and I I really can't stress this enough. I think if Cla- if they had literally done that Jericho Appreciation Society beat down on anything that wasn't a fifty dollar pay per view closing the show, I would have been like, good for Claudio Castagnoli. He's the biggest thing in that freaking company. Yeah, like he it really did. I think I think they debuted Claudio right at this show, but I just I think they did. They, they kind of put everyone underneath him on a show where I think some people needed to really have that spotlight to really have that that moment, um, even if it had just been Jericho lording over everyone. The fact that it felt more about Claudio felt a little a little like too just too much, just too much, you know, too much, too much. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Am I, just, does that make sense? Or am I just kind of ranting off into the No, no,
1: no. I, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Definitely. Um, what, what do you think?
1: Karen's got a side-eye looking over there. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that's why I was, I, I'm opening
2: up to uh, the whole
3: Oh, I didn't want to interrupt, <laughs> but it's like we, we talked about last week and a little bit here and there is that there was no breathing room. Mm-hmm. With Blood and Guts being the, the first show immediately after Forbidden Door, a lot of the key matchups or key story points for Blood and Guts Played out on Forbidden Door when it should have been done at a separate time. Hmm. Had they moved Forbidden Door into like mid July, because I don't think anybody in either of those in, on those teams for Blood and Guts are in the G one. They yeah. could have d- did everything they did for Forbidden Door with like the run in with like the beat down and all that stuff. They could have done that on the Dynamite immediately after Forbidden Door, kind of like you know like a Raw after Mania. Yeah. So that was my biggest point is that. I liked Forbidden Door. And I, well, I fell asleep. I had to go back and watch it. I enjoyed Blood and Guts, but it was one of those things where, had they been booked separately, I probably would have enjoyed them both more. And being a New Japan fan, it was some of the things that they did with the setup for Blood and Guts, whether it was, you know, giving Suzuki, or sorry, not Suzuki, Jericho Appreciation Society a, a person advantage from the show, that's great but mm-hmm. it it could have been done like a little bit afterwards mm-hmm. because I don't feel like they showcased enough of new Japan on a co-branded show well, and because t- if you're oh. a new Japan fan and you're watching it that's fine but if you're new to new Japan like many of the AEW fans are they're going to be like so why is this like oh, I I you know I scrolled the timeline I saw people like, why who's this guy who's this guy main event against mox you mean you don't know who Ta- Hiroshi Tanahashi is let me tell you why he's important. Like it was, just, they just didn't build everybody up enough to make some of the fans care, and that makes me sad as a New Japan fan.
2: Uh, and to kind of piggyback on your comment, Karen, I think that I think it it really did just kind of speak to how much AEW is trying to do in that week. Because not only did they have Forbidden Door, not only did they have Blood and Guts, but then on the Rampage after that, they are debuting this two ring battle royal for the number one contender called the Royal Rampage, which was also, I think, a very good battle roy i enjoyed the royal rampage on um on friday but having forbidden door blood and guts and royal rampage all in the same week has left me kind of in this days where none of it landed with me the way that it should you know what i mean like i think i wasn't
3: focused on like the rest of the week
2: exactly um and and i think i think there are ways to make there are ways to make that work if you space it out like all three like i can't i can't stress again all three of those events were very good they had they i think they built to some solid uh roads for the future but it was just so much at once that it feels it's this blur it just feels like it all i feel like i got run over by a truck and i'm still trying to figure out like all right who won the oh is Brody king okay yeah Brody king is gonna be taking on moxley and who won blood and guts it was it was technically claudio but eddie was this close like there was just there's just so much going on that i i'm a little i'm a little underwater at the moment you know yeah no, it kind of gave because, me like a
3: Mania Week hangover, you know, like because you watch so much wrestling, on, like within like six days of WrestleMania Week, yeah, that like it all blurs together. You don't know when you saw what, and it, it just all they needed was just like one week off in between, minimum a week off, and it would have been fine.
1: Yeah, I can't tell. My like that. The only but way you were on vacation. Ways, yeah, <laughs> uh, how I was keeping up was through social media, and I can't tell what which clip was for which show. It's just like. Mm-hmm. I'm like Got all you. right uh, then I realized oh wait a minute that was two days ago wait this was yesterday oh my goodness you know and a lot of big things happening and yeah I are just I mean they're off they're firing off on all cylinders definitely mm-hmm. you know but but like you said Ross it's kind of like it's like blurring it's it's, it's they're overstepping each other and, and not giving it time to rest and everybody like absorb it and like appreciate the art, the, the the show, the event, and then move, you know, and then, okay.
2: And I, I also think part of it's, it's in such stark contrast to the way that New Japan really lays, like, it's real slow mm-hmm. role with New Japan. And so like, I think if AEW had done a show with WWE, I wouldn't, I don't think it would have hit me as much because like WWE's chaos, AEW's chaos, and so it's just, it's all, all right, let's just get into the eye of this hurricane, let's get into this tropical storm and, you know, batten down the hatches and figure it out. But when you've got one company where we had three very, like, logically laid out shows on the New Japan Road Tour, and now we've got the G1 Climax coming up, which has a structure, which has a very, you know, Concrete set of uh, concrete schedule. It definitely feels like it. Re- it just lampshades how much is going on and how chaotic AEW is. Like that much more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you
1: know, G one.
2: Ooh. Four bucks. You- four blocks it's i we were kind of joking about this in happy hour i have a feeling by the end of this g1 the wrestlers you don't get me wrong y'all will have been through wars with each other but y'all have enough time off that like you guys are probably going to be more rested than the fans are especially like in north america it's like i'm covering for wrestling inc i know i believe if i'm not mistaken karen's going to be covering it uh also as well and so we're gonna we're gonna be you know multiple red bulls deep crying blood at three more three in the morning you're gonna be hell. Some of these, some of these shows, I think you're gonna be, you're gonna be home asleep. Um, yeah, I, I, I,
1: saw that. I was looking at the schedule and seeing like we have like some shows. We have like mm-hmm. three, three days in between to kind of like, you know, chill. And I'm like, I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not complaining. I like it. Um, it, you know, it, it gives us to like, I feel better preparation for our next match, and, yeah. I, and give us a little time to rest and recover. Because I remember. There was a time when we were doing, I mean, I, I don't know if they're going to do this this year, but usually mm-hmm. we'll have like a G1 match. And then like if we're off the next couple of days, we'll, we'll still be on the tag show, match. But yeah, there'll be like, like tag, tag matches, matches
2: and stuff like that. Yeah. So
1: I'm hoping that I don't do that. I hope there's no life. <laughs> 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 and, and, and I think, that's like, I, I think that of... could be a good time to like put up the young boys to showcase yep. other, you know, the juniors, you know. To see you know at other times to build story what you it's
2: think Bas? it's a kind of easier worry though i really feel like the roster is big enough or the the lineup is big enough this year that even if they do the undercard tag matches they don't have time for everyone to have a tag match uh on yeah. some of the you know what i mean like i think you'll still get some nights off even so and i and hell let's talk about the elephant in the room the last year's g1 ended in injury stoppage and so like i can't I can't sit here and be like, oh, you know, oh, it's going to be it's gonna, I think it's going to be really good. I think it's going to be good for the wrestlers. I think it's going to be good for the fans. And I, I kind of hope this this catches on, you know, uh, yeah. what do you think, Karen, of the, of the setup?
3: Well, I've been watching the Noah N one for the past couple of years, and it's the same format. So it's it's the smaller blocks and then the four finalists advance and then, they, you know, block A and B fight each other and C and D fight each other. And then they meet in the finals. I actually prefer that because the wrestlers get more rest we get more rest (laughs) and I'm there's a less likely chance of people like being held together by tape and prayers by the end of the the tournament because you're fighting fewer people the matches may be more intense but they also get more time to breathe again breathing time and rest time I'm a big fan of those Mm -hmm.
2: things you and me both it's important it's important otherwise yeah. if you go 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 all the time something's going to snap i mean hell look at look at the a lot of the schedules that are out there these days um it yeah, yeah it it looks it it looks like a uh, an easier schedule but at the same time they they've really figured out a way to make all of the blocks have their own kind of personality cuz like yeah there's one like B block is obviously the Thomas revenge block. You got chase Owens in there. You got Jay white in there. You got some opportunities for you to, uh, Mm to 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 kick some ass and take some names. But then you got like A block, it's like Okada versus all of the Okada and Yano versus all of the monsters. The in, Haas block, man. Exactly. Yeah. In D in D block, you have literally like every douchebag they've put into like you got Juice Robinson, you got hey, El you made Yoshihashi out of this. You He's
3: like, not a douchebag. Yeah, and
2: look. There are exciting hey, D
1: block a douchebag block. I like
2: that. It's the D, it's the D bag block, man. It's it's yo- it's, it's Yoshihashi yeah. versus the douchebags. Um it's going to be uh, and then, yeah, it, it just it it feels like it's going to really add that it's not necessarily story, but it's color. You know, it's that yeah. it's that added it's that added kind of fun that I think is really going to make this this G1 pop. Um, I mean, I, I assume I assume you're kind of focusing on B block at the moment. You haven't really like you're not really only on, I, yeah. I got tunnel
1: vision, man. I don't think yep. about anything else. I don't look at anything else. Focus on is my block
2: and getting to the end of that block hell yeah and it's like like we said it's going to be kicking off on july 16th if i'm not mistaken one second i'm Mm -hmm. pulling up the new japan schedule as we speak but yes july 16th it ends on august 18th we're going to have semifinals this year it's going to be it's going to be a wild time i'm i'm real interested to see because especially now that there's going to be a final four instead of just two winners like it really opens up a lot of people's opportunities suddenly a, a sonata or a Zach saber jr or some of the others are hey they have just a little bit more of that that hope they have a little bit more possibilities going going through I don't know what do you think of the final four format Thomas me
1: personally, yeah I, I love it I love it I think it's not only like it stretch it more but it, it there's more uh you know it, it narrows when you come to the end and it narrows it right it, mm-hmm. it, it builds everybody up to come to that point um Usually, when you have just two blocks, it's like here you go, here's the two finalists, and then it's over. But when you got four, man, I, I think the more you know, the more lanes, the more blocks, the more mm-hmm. finalists, the better. Because then it, you know, it's like, uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, the, what's that? Uh, my goodness, I can't even think of
2: the you think it March Madness or what are you? Yeah, March yeah, NCA, sports, right? Yeah, yeah, if you look into sports, that. Uh, I was looking, I was
1: thinking more of the movie. What's the one with the, 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 I said the, not a monkey bird, but uh, the, they're like, ah, let's move on. Because I'm okay.
3: Gonna, go. <laughs> it's going to come to you at like four yeah. o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You're we'll, like,
2: ex- yeah, tweet it, tweet it out, uh, tag it, <laughs> tag Thomas Island, and we'll, we'll, we'll make sure that everyone gets the message. Uh, I'll, I'll record a little thing before I put it on Patreon. Um, but yeah, no, cause like, it does. I think the final four aspect, it adds that, because there's, there's always been a winner and a loser. You, you got one guy winning his block. Both guys win their block, but one of them has to be a winner. One of them has to be a loser. Whereas now it does kind of, it does kind of feel like people are going to be able to hang their hat on the fact that, look, I may not have made it to the finals, but there are a lot of guys that didn't make it to the semifinals. And I was in that dance. Yeah. You know what I mean? And And I, yeah. I, I think that's, the kind of thing that keeps wrestlers viable and also yeah. because of the way it's the yeah, way it's that's... set up the way it's set up like there are people that aren't gonna have to take like eight losses over the course of the next three months you know they will have to take right. three which don't get me wrong every loss is every loss is painful but when you're taking like eight of them it really it means there's a lot more rebuilding that people have to do after the g1 and i think this is gonna yeah. mean it's gonna mean a lot less people lose uh lose momentum
1: yeah and i, I don't like that they're uh... That we've extended this invitation to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I know he was a, a, a New Japan guy before, but he's an AEW guy now. Lance Archer's in, right? Mm-hmm. Lance Archer, you you got you got uh Jonah, you know, Jonah coming yep. in. Um, I, I like that we're extending this for because it like it shuffles within the wrestlers, you know, right? Mm-hmm. It, now there's it feels like a world tournament, yep. I, and I, it- I, that's the feeling. I want a world tournament, not just. The best in new japan mm-hmm. i want a world tournament and hopefully hopefully if we can move forward uh moving forward after this not just like big names in in big companies but like even in the indies right mm-hmm. grab grab guys from england i i think germany has like a, a couple studs in there you know mm-hmm. I, I think you know even australia there's just make it really you're, sta- like you're, sta- tournament
2: you're, you're starting to sound like will osprey you're gonna say we're gonna grab some folks from australia we're gonna grab some folks from germany you're gonna have a united empire of, of new japan um like yeah no but you're you're i think you're spot on especially about guys like lance archer being welcome back into the fold so to speak but guys like jonah tom lawler uh tom i'm Ross, trying to think yeah. uh some of the other folks that have just been uh, david finley folks that have been like pillars of new japan strong like that is that's a big kind of boost to them the fact is this is Finley's like, first time in the G one. This is Finley's I first he, time in the G one. Yes. This is he's the. Been trying this is
3: for seven years.
2: Exactly, hey. he's a, he was a former C block winner. Uh, like, the like <laughs> outside tournament thing. was a C block before C block was a thing. Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> now, that's, oh my god, he was in C block, and now they've they brought him down to D block. Um, oh, and but he, he was competing even.
3: against Hanare, who is in C block. Yes, Hanare yeah. is
2: also in his first G one as well.
1: Um, it, and s- it, it took me six years, right? So it took me six years to finally come in to um the G one mm-hmm. and, and and second finley seven. I think he would have done it in six if he didn't. If last year wasn't a you know a mess yeah, up. That's but- the
2: other. Hanari's the same way. He was injured, right. I believe, for the last G right. one. Like it feels like there are some folks who, barring the pandemic, barring, barring injury, barring travel restrictions, yeah. probably would have been by now. A lot of fans, um, they
1: think that so in the G1 you there you got to have some experience you can't just be like 2 years in and think mm-hmm. that you can come into the G1 unless man unless you're some like dude with god given talents that's just like blowing everybody out of the water mm-hmm. maybe but
2: usually
0: well but even then if you got
2: like the god-given talents like the way you've described the dojo it kind of feels like the new japan mentality of like look even if you know you're good you still have to you still have to be willing to
1: work your way
3: up, exactly pay Pay
1: your dues pay your dues at at, well put in some work really know because the g1 man it's 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 not just wrestling right it's Mm -hmm. it's there's more to it. There's also the grind, the travel. You know, mm-hmm. obviously we've been talking about how it's it's more easier now for the wrestler. taking you know with little, with uh, more rest breaks in between. But it, there's, there's the whole package. And I, I think when you hit about your five, six, seven year mark, right, that's mm-hmm. when you're like, okay, you understand the style. You understand now, Jonah. When I Jonah has been in Japan, he's done. I think he's done Noah. He's done like. Yep. He's, he understands New Japan style. So I know with his experience all around the world, uh with other promotions that he fit right in. Lance Archer already knows the deal. Tom yeah. Lawler, I'm very surprised to see Tom. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like it could be two years, right? Two years yeah. with some like he's done very well at uh New Japan of America. He's actually and and Craig, like, I don't wanna like. The man has paid his dues. Yes, I mean, maybe not in a New Japan Pro Wrestling ring, but he's done it in the octagon. He's done it, and and I think that's somebody who's had the fight. um, He has the fight, the fight background, and he understands quick man. And I've seen him uh, when I first did my uh, my New Japan of America like show back in 2020, right after the pandemic, uh, the first uh, pandemic shutdown, and I've seen him work and. I'm like man he's he's done very well adjusting to the pro wrestling scene. So mm-hmm. like I said unless you, you
2: totally just blow somebody's what? mind out, you know, and, yeah, and but, come right in. But even and even then like the, the way Tom Lawler has been for lack, for, for lack of a better term, the way he's been presented in New Japan since he came into New Japan strong, this has always been a guy that New Japan clearly believed in. I mean, you don't hold mm-hmm. the strong, you don't, A, you don't hold the strong open weight title for as long as he did if you don't. And also, you're not the inaugural champion for as long as yes. he is if, you, if they don't see something. But here's my
1: thing, though. Yep. I'm surprised that I didn't see Fred Ross or anything. Yeah. That was a talent that I'm, I'm a little surprised. Now, that's, because i know him and lawler have been been killing it mm-hmm.
2: so you know i, I wouldn't I be surprised if, like... i wouldn't be surprised if Rosser's in next year because it does kind of yep. feel like that strong openweight championship is them kind of saying like we respect the hustle you've put in because it took Rosser a long time to win that title it yep. took him a, like he, this it, it's not like they just put him against tom lawler and all of a sudden rosser was the champ like he has had to fight claw He yep. has had his head shaved like it
3: twice yeah
2: exactly he had to fight for that <laughs> And so I I was twice. Yep. Yeah. No, like it has been a long road to Fred Rosser winning that open weight title. And so that's why I wouldn't be surprised if they're sort of like, he's on his own journey right now when he's, when he's, when, once he's taken his victory lap with that belt, maybe he'll be in next year, maybe he'll be in the new Japan cup, but yeah, I'm, yeah I'm with you. He's a great talent. Go ahead. Karen looks like she's ready to jump on in. Well,
3: I was going to talk about Lawler real quick. So the thing is that we were talking about, you know, what companies would be able to afford to sacrifice a talent or more than one talent and that was the problem we had with aew Mm -hmm. they can only afford right now with everything going on to give up one talent Mm -hmm. and personally i'm glad it's archer because he's coming home when you know when the pandemic happened he was the one who was carrying the u.s title he was the one who fought tanahashi for the u.s title at the very first show with the u.s fans back Mm
0: -hmm. same
3: thing with lawler his name is synonymous with new japan strong Yep. Yes. Even though he fought in MLW and a whole bunch of indies, he did the MMA thing. When it comes to somebody from New Japan Strong worthy of those flowers, if they picked somebody else besides Lawler, I would have been surprised.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Like Roster's mm-hmm. a great shout, but Lawler was there first. He was there from day one.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and it, de- it definitely feels like this is... Because like we said, A Block is the monster block, except for Okada... Yano, if he doesn't dye his hair blonde and um, and Lawler, and so it does kind of feel like this. It's it's a block designed to kind of see what are Tom Lawler's limits. What happens when he gets in there with a the bad luck falle, What happens mm-hmm. when he gets in there with a Kazuchika okada? That kind. It, it's every. It, he's running the. He's running the gamut. It feels like in that a block. Um, Definitely, and, yeah. So there's there's he's gonna have plenty of proving himself to do. Not that he hasn't proven himself plenty. Already, like we said new japan world the uh the cut the uh g1 climax is going to be running from july 16th to august 18th tama you have jay white on the final night of block competition they have saved they have saved your revenge for the very very end what i mean i know you're focused i know you're ready but what what do you have to say to not only jay white but just all of like b block in general uh i mean they all know I'm here for business. It's, it's been
1: business since January, February, March, April, May. It's been business. You know, I, I think this year has been my year to really uh, focus in on, on what I'm doing and, and full my head. And this G1 is, look, I, I felt last year, last year's G1 was just like getting back, get my feet back, you know, get wet again. And this year I, I've got like, this is the year to make an impact and what better guy, what better guy to make an impact on than and stopping that little scrawny
2: white boy, Jay White's <laughs> neck into the ground. Oof.
0: You, you do bring I, up a, I,
2: you do bring up a very good point though. You're, you're a much different person than the last G one which wasn't, it's not like usual G1s. Last G1 wasn't a full year ago. It's like six months. It has been an eventful six months since then because like last year's G1 was you kind of coming back to singles competition. Mm -hmm. You beat Okada in the middle of the ring. You did, you did all right, but now you've been never open weight champion. Now you've Mm -hmm. really, you've been a singles wrestler for a little bit longer. How is, how has that kind of affected your headspace Uh, going into this year's tournament? I just really, uh, (sighs) I felt like there
1: was a lot of growing up in the time from my last year one Mm -hmm. to, I mean, from my last year one before last year, that there was like this blank slate, I only only concentrated on um, tag work, right? Mm -hmm. And coming into last year, it really just, um, I, I just knew I just had to really focus in on what I'm doing ahead of me. And a lot of things has happened. Mm-hmm. For me, getting kicked out of Bullet Club, to uh, my identity has been just Bullet Club. When mm-hmm. and and this year, it's like I'm trying to find who really, who am I? Mm-hmm.
2: Who is Tama Tonga? That's it. Ooh, yeah, well, little goosebumps, just a little bit. I like that. Yeah, who is that's that's gonna be the question of this G1? Who is Tamatonga? Who who? And especially now, it like win, lose, or draw. You're gonna get your hands on Jay White at the end of this tournament. After and after that, like I said, no matter what the result, it's it's not over, over, but it's it is that kind of all right. You you've gotten your licks in. Now what you know? And so that Mm -hmm. that is going to be its own kind of precipice. You're not there yet. You got a lot got a lot of matches till you get there. But it's it is going to be its own kind of moment when you finally get to. my fuel is is pure revenge yeah and then i think in in that
1: is just finding who i am without it as it dissipates is finding who is inside that who's the core of that who am i and i'm not gonna lie Mm -hmm. i'm with i'm teaming up with hiroshi tanahashi i I mean, this is a guy that I've always had, uh, I've always admired, I always looked up to coming into the New Japan Dojo as a young boy, um, so to be standing next to him instead of against him has been, has been helping, I've been helping my, my direction, my, my uh, finding myself uh, mm-hmm. in the moment and,
2: and who I want to be moving forward. You know, we haven't actually been able to talk about that a lot on the podcast. Like you you bring up you brought up very quickly that a lot of your time was against Tanahashi. I mean, Mm -hmm. we we kinda have to lampshade the fact that like Bullet Club was formed attacking Tanahashi. Like Tanahashi was the enemy number one when Uh you and Devit and all and Fale like formed the group. And now he's like welcoming you beside you. Now he's teaming with you. Now it's it, you're on that other side. I mean, how has that kind of changed your perspective on Tanahashi and just wrestling in general now that you're yeah, kind of you, back under his wing?
1: You know, you after a long time of battling your enemy and, and knowing your enemy and you, you come to respect your enemy. And so coming to the other side, it, I think that's what a hmm. great friendship, a, a great team is built on.
0: Ooh.
2: That's, a good, that's, a, that's a damn good point. Um, I, I, I kind of want to let that sit there and move on to another point because you're not, you're not the only one who's kind of going through their own identity, not a crisis, but they, they are kind of questioning who am I in 2022, Kushida. Is back in New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's had some matches. He's like you, teaming with Tanahashi. His last opponent in New Japan also teaming with Alex Zane. His last opponent in WWE, um, and so he is he is kind of getting back on those sides. But he did say something very interesting when he returned at uh, uh, at one of the New Japan Road shows back in June. He said that he's coming after Taiji Ishimori and the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. And he also said that. If he he doesn't know who he is without the junior heavyweight championship, like he he's calling himself the missing piece of New Japan, but he feels that that, that title is its own kind of uh, its own kind of definition for him. And so, what do you, what have you kind of thought of the fact that a Kushida's back in the first place, and b that he's you know he he's kind of back in that, that junior heavyweight ace role that he was before uh, before he left. Ooh say that again he's back in that like junior heavyweight ace role that he was in right before he left uh i mean he's team with tamash he's he's fighting the IWGP junior heavyweight champion right out it feels like kushida never left in in some ways right um so he, he i mean he left as being the top guy right yeah he went i i feel like
1: he was on a not an excursion but he had to go see what's out there see mm-hmm. fulfill a dream that he's always wanted to do right I, like, a, like a journeyman, like to, to learn, like go on and see what, let's just say, WWE had to offer and, mm-hmm. and learn and see the behind what's going on over there. And I, I really believe him that when he said that he's back here, he's back here to help New Japan, to help us move forward. And that, that is like, that is New Japan. When mm-hmm. you are a New Japan guy, you're here for the cause. We hear, you know, you hear h- how to move everybody forward. And and I think Kushida coming back to really get to really prove that he is not only a New Japan guy, but to really prove that he is that top tier guy, mm-hmm. he's gotta get that belt back.
2: Yeah. You know, he's gotta he's gotta win that that position. I would think so. I I'm with you in the fact that I feel like Kushida and the junior heavyweight title are simpatico they need to be together yeah. but there's also part of me that when i hear kushita say i don't know who i am without the junior heavyweight title i'm like well then i hope you lose it so you have to figure out who the hell you are because that's <laughs> one of life's important missions uh karen way hey, jump think... on the boat my yeah. guy
3: <laughs> what do you,
2: karen what do you kind of think of Kushida's coming back to, to new japan
3: well as somebody who you know enjoyed his very brief uh international excursion here in orlando <laughs> Um, and was, was say, he sad. Was
2: a, he was a hometown boy for you. <laughs>
3: he, he was in local. He was a local. Yep. And it was one of those things where it broke my heart knowing how much pomp and circumstance WWE or sorry, NXT did to mm-hmm. bring him in. And then I I was so I was hopeful, but then you know, they m- skipped on one championship and they skipped on another championship with him. And then they put him on put him in the 205 division where he left new japan explicitly because he wanted to do more than the juniors originally mm-hmm. so it was it was heartbreaking but you know when when it came out that he was leaving i was i was more relieved than anything else because i want like all of my favorites well even even the ones that aren't my favorites i want everyone to succeed i want everyone to have a sense of fulfillment and you know collecting a paycheck is great if you're taking care of your family but at the same time if if it's empty if you're not enjoying it if you're not feeling it Mm-hmm. What's the point?
2: Yeah, no, and, and... It, and it, oh, sorry. No, I was gonna say, and it also does sound like Kushida was also very relieved to kind of get released because, like, it's like you said, a he was down on two hundred five live. Based on reports I've heard, he did like they never had a locker for him in the performance center because they were signing so many people. That, and and it 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 apparently when people saw that Kushida was one of the guys who didn't get a locker, it made other people go, "Well, hell, if Kushida can't get a locker, I'm screwed." And so, yeah. like, it 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 did, it does seem like Kushida. Did the journeyman thing. said, I'm going to go see what WWE has to offer. And then realize, man, New Japan really, they, they were treating me right. They were treating me good. Like I said, he, he slipped right back in as as his t-shirt says, the missing piece of the New Japan puzzle, I think is, is the, the catchphrase.
3: I think he needed to see it for himself. Yeah. Because if he never went, if he never left, he would always have that unknown mm-hmm. missing piece. Because for him, you know, he, he was a wrestling fan his entire life. If he and he always dreamed about going to WWE or WWF WWE, yeah. And if he never went, I don't think he would still have the career fulfillment he had. He's going to start having now. Yeah. He needed to leave to realize this is what I always wanted, but it's not what I wanted, and it's not yep. what I needed. I needed. I needed to know that this isn't what the rest of my career is going to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I like the fact that he's openly said that he's moving to LA and being U.S. based, meaning he could work. New Japan strong. He could work the U.S. Indies like most of the LA Dojo guys. It, he, even though he's like the missing puzzle piece of the, because the shirt, I believe, is very specific. It says the New Japan Juniors. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because as much as I, you know, like you said, he's a name that's synonymous with the junior heavyweight division. Mm-hmm. I know he, he's like, I'm back, I'm back with the juniors. And I'm like, part of me is like, but you could still do no, you could still do overweight. It would be great because I've seen you fight Walter and it was amazing. Yeah. So it's one of those things where if that's what he wants, then I'm on board. One. But if, the, if, he, if his feelings change and he wants to, you know, eventually dabble in being in a G1, yes, mm-hmm. please and thank you. But it's, as long as he's happy, at this point, that's all I can care about
2: absolutely if he's and
3: happy it, he's getting paid his family's taking care of that's it
2: bingo bingo no that's what it's, that's what's all about and like I do I do think you bring up a good point of that career fulfillment is important to Kushida because he he didn't just want to go to WWE to see what WWE was like he wanted to go to WWE to wrestle Daniel Bryan who's now in AEW he wanted to wrestle Kyle O'Reilly again who's now in AEW and so like a lot mm-hmm. of the a lot of the goal posts that he had in WWE weren't there anymore and so he it, he's a he, it sounds they were like in
3: the he, pc together but that was about it no exactly and and
2: it sounds like he was like well now I have, a, I have a better chance at that i'm back at new japan they're working well enough with a with aew and uh and the like that like i i could see i could see kushida on dynamite taking on kyle o'reilly i could see kushida on uh on a pay-per-view taken on uh, uh, uh Oh, who's it? Danielson? Brian Danielson. Oh, there we go. He could
3: go do the Ring of Honor thing because Ring of Honor's back, yep. coming back in July. So. Exactly. Hey,
2: very, he was former, a TV champion. I was just about to say, former TV champion. There's a lot, and it's a different New Japan now. This is the New Japan where El Desperado was the final uh, uh, challenger for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship before it was moved, merged in. There are more opportunities for the New Japan Juniors, than there were. back
3: in the G One.
2: Yeah, back when back when Kushida left, it was it was a different company, and so it, there's a lot there's a lot of really good opportunities coming up. Uh, but now, Karen, I know you were you were up for the the New Japan Road shows this past weekend. What'd you kind of think of Kushida's first matches uh, back?
3: Not gonna lie, I had a bit of a tear in my eye that first mm-hmm. night, see, hearing his even just like the first notes of his song. I was like, mm. he's back, he's back, he's back, he's back, he's back, he's back, he's back. Yeah. <laughs> um seeing him with Tanahashi it's like that he never left yep seeing him wrestle with Alex Zane he was actually Alex Zane's last op- uh, opponent before Alex Zane got released yep like we watched him wrestle and then he got released the next day it was the same thing with like Shane Haste and jo- Jonah it was all the yep. same pattern for us yep. so having him come back where it was like he he linked his time in Orlando to his time in New Japan with Alex being there as well loved it Loved his loved his match with Tanahashi and, and Kenta and Ishimori.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, give I me like, more of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that he's um you you mentioned Alex Zane, right? I like mm-hmm. that he's coming in and I like that Alex Zane is in, in Team Hontai. I like Tanahashi. I feel like so lately, I, I want to say the last couple of years, Team Hontai has been kind of on a slope right Mm -hmm. has it hasn't been looked very strong and uh now that god has has teamed up with them and and now we got kushida right and we got alex zane i feel like like the team is assembling right we had we had did this with with uh 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 oh my gosh why am i going blank but man um Tuguchi. Uh, Tuguchi, yeah because Taguchi
2: Taguchi brought in but <laughs> yeah Buttman brought in Wado and so Wado's yeah. there to kind of beef things up yeah. now you got kushida you got yeah, alex like, alex zane not only team with tanahashi was team with okada uh this morning like he's really yeah. they people like alex zane um, yeah
3: and I, kushida like team teen... oh sorry no go ahead Cause teamed with Jado this morning for the yep. first time in his career in I, seventeen yes. years. Yep,
1: yes, I saw that, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like, uh, okay. tell me
3: you're next. I, thank um, you. Let's <laughs> go.
1: Let's go. I, I, I've been know, waiting
3: uh, for this moment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, we, are assembling. I feel like Team Hon is assembling, and mm-hmm. and this is gonna be the team moving forward to to bring the main team of New Japan back up to the yeah. number one spot
2: i mean hell after the end of dominion it's a good time to do it bullet club is is rising again if there was ever a time for a hontai to like really get their stuff together and start kicking some ass now is the time especially since like kojima's busy he's in noah defending the ghc uh heavyweight championship when he's not hanging out uh, on some new japan shows uh tiger mask is often all japan is their junior champion and so it does feel like some of the I believe they're the third generation. Some of that older generation of New Japan Hontai talent yeah. are kind of shedding away, so that all of this young talent, Clark Connors, another guy who is, uh, it seems to be the LA Dojo is working well with Hontai yeah. as well. And so it it seems it seems like Hunt Main Unit is is really beefing up. Main Unit uh, is it, it's, it's having their Avengers Assemble moment, and I'm kind of kind of excited for the G one because I'm of here it. Here for it, baby. I'm mm-hmm. here for it hell you're already dressing like a superhero you got G- and you got Jado in the the same gear go ahead karen hey
3: <laughs> speaking of dressing so the g1 press conference is coming up talma have oh. we picked an outfit because the fashion show the fashion Cara, show is back Asking this. we're asking the you have important one question. job yes the, yes the important questions you have one job this year
1: this is my favorite part about the G one. Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. I I love it, and uh, we'll keep you guys. Uh, you
2: guys are gonna have to tune um, in.
3: Oh, oh yeah. you're nuts! <laughs> it's it's
2: gonna be its own special thing. It always is. I'm still. I still. That's one of my geek moments is the fact that I got to get to cover the, the G1 conference in Dallas that y'all brought all your suits all overseas for us so that was that was a good moment and I can't wait for this year's uh, it's going to be gonna be an interesting time i can't wait to see what's what some of the, i can't wait to see what tom lawler is going to wear to this year's press conference because like this, yeah i was gonna say <laughs> if he doesn't show up in like full canadian tuxedo gear i'm gonna be a little dis or like just or in just his wrestling gear like the denim vest and the jean shorts like i'm gonna be a little disappointed if he shows up in a suit i'm not gonna lie that's just me
3: <laughs> i heard an interview with him earlier today where he was like i i wanted to do all denim but i know what the humidity like, is like over there and he's like i don't know if i could handle being in a full, full canadian Canadian tuxedo
2: he's a smart man he's a
3: smart, he man, a smart man Tom Lawler he's doing his homework <laughs>
1: yeah. good oh, that's yeah
2: that's like very he some experience behind him he knows what he's doing <laughs> yes indeed yes indeed that's what we were talking about he, he he studies he know he he likes to know his terrain before he goes in there uh but yeah the G1 press conference let, one second let me pull up when that is so I can sound nice and official about everything I believe it's, it's I believe it's this coming week. The 12th sounds right one second i'm pulling up the new Japan world site it's all July there's a press conference on the seventh Oh, the seventh the seventh that's that sounds about right um. Well, there might I'm be another one. That. Well,
3: if it's the seventh, you, you, you <laughs> I should you, you, be on the plane by now. Play right uh... now. <laughs> I don't. Oh no! Well,
2: that might not be the G one press conference. That just says that. <laughs> it, I pulled up the New Japan World uh, site, and it said that there's a press conference on the seventh. There might be another one uh, after that. Let's see. Wait, the 12th is a Tuesday. I, I whew,
1: well, I'm gonna be landing next week. We'll see. I hope. Yeah, we'll see.
3: I think it it's gonna be, be next end.
2: week. I wouldn't be surprised if,
1: if, <laughs> if you're the on next... your
3: patio tweeting photos of your best outfit. I know what happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: either Here way, am, guys. Like,
3: honey, take a picture real quick. <laughs> I gotta make it look official.
2: He, either way, find us on Twitter. We'll make sure to keep everyone up abreast on all of the uh, happenings with the G1 climax uh, press conference when, whenever the hell it is. Uh, if it's if it's Thursday morning, great. If it's the 12th, also great. Either way, I'll be awake. I'm always Ross, awake. Ross is, is a boy. Yeah, night owl. I, I, I don't know when you get the When do you get to sleep in, man? I I'm on that Leonardo da Vinci schedule where like I take 45 minute naps when I can, and then otherwise <laughs> I just I just keep the Red Bull flowing. And uh usually if I'm talking, I can stay awake, so that that helps. But uh, other <laughs> other than that, it's just it's just a lot. I think it's the heat. The heat helps keep me up as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i like I said I'll be handling all the live coverage over at wrestlinginc.com we'll be taking care of that I believe Karen you're going to be covering it for uh post wrestling as well if I'm not mistaken or, or some g1
3: I will be doing a couple of the weekend podcasts with John and way so i'll be i'll be the weekend girl so
2: hell yeah shout all out right. to, shout out to way and mrs way who I understand are having uh, a, a fun. They're like the Okada's, bundle. they're expecting yeah, they're, a baby. They're expecting a baby. I don't know when the, the exact one was. so I was going to say it was a fun little August. bundle. <laughs> August, there we go. Either way, it's going to be a fun, fun time on the uh, on the G1 Climax schedule. I'm going to enjoy the next, like, 10 days that I've got to, to be on Chicago hours instead of Tokyo time. Well, Ross, we are
1: pulling up at 7.30. Mm-hmm. Any any closing arguments? Any closing uh, points? Any? I
2: I don't have any closing arguments. I don't have any closing. My only my only point. I do want to give a shout out to the people of Highland Park, Illinois, just thirty miles to the south of me. It was my mother's hometown. It's where my fa- my my mother's side of my family grew up. So it it is a it's an important place to me. They had a tragedy over this past weekend on July fourth, and so I want to give uh I just want to give my shout out to this, the town of Highland Park, Illinois, and uh, everyone everyone dealing with the fallout from that. Otherwise. You can find me online. I'm at Ross W. Bourbon IV. I'm I'm wherever you need me to be. We the the world keeps spinning. We can't take it personal. <laughs> Sorry, Ross. Oh no! It's, I, like I said, it's it's 30 miles to the north. My family hasn't lived there for a decade, but it you know it's uh it's where it's where my grandmother lived. It's where I used to. It's where I used I used to think of it, Chicago. And so shout out to the folks at Highland Park. Hope everything. Uh, hope everything goes well. Hey, Karen. What's up?
1: And uh, I was going to talk
3: about our, our Never Six Men champions and the dog oh, cage shit. match, but... We're, I I don't know if we can bring it back up after let's that. Let's do it. No, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back to the dog cage. There was, there was some quality content with the dog cage, man. No, that's I'm a good right. point. Let's
2: let's end this Sorry. up. I want to let's end, end on a high up. note if we can. Let's, I think we should. I think Karen's got the right mentality. I was like,
3: oh no, oh no. I was yeah. like,
2: oh, I don't, I don't oh, know. What to say oh no, it's mind. fine. Oh good. Sorry, Ross. Uh... No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, anyway, yeah, we got new Never Six Man Tag Champs. <laughs> The House of Torture's reign of terror is over. Yo finally has a a title belt that doesn't involve show. Chaos are the six man. Title: The Six Man Tag Champs Toriyano beat Dick Togo in a dog cage. What'd you think of this, Karen? What'd you think of the the New Japan amazing. Road closer? It was
3: great. It was, it was amazing. I, I I don't normally like the gimmick matches, but seeing Dick Togo and Yano fight for the dog cage, and then just having a locker room clear out where House of Torture tried being sneaky and chaos said, uh uh ah, fool us one, shame on you. Fool us twice, shame on us." And they just no, there was nothing more satisfying than seeing Yujiro, Evil, and Dick Togo locked in a cage. <laughs> with Yano having like eight different keys like hidden in his gear and then Yoshihashi Goto and Yo just going to school on on show mm-hmm.
2: it was it was it was,
3: the... it was it was a beautiful beautiful thing and then they took a group photo afterwards
2: yep and it was it was the way they kept the dog cage around like the dog yes the dog cage had its own match but then it featured prominently in the six man tag that title match by the by the time everyone was holding their title belts up all of house of torture was trapped in that bad boy it was a good time it was a real good time
3: and the highlight was Yo giving the speech at the very end saying, you know what, maybe you guys should just stay in that cage all night, you know, do a little bit of lights out, and then encouraging <laughs> the fans to stop and take photos, but but be like the <laughs> zoo, don't feed or t- don't touch the cage, don't feed the animals, and the fans stayed, they stayed, and Yujiro and Evil and Dick Toga to their credit, they stayed in that cage until yeah. Korakuen Hall was empty.
2: It reminds you. You remember when they like ran New Japan put on their YouTube like eight hours of Hiromu Takahashi sleeping in the middle yeah. of broken Hall? I kind of wish that they had just had like Dick Togo and House of Torture overnight in the dog cage, like <laughs> just for eight hours of look,
3: Milano we let us out. out. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it was it was very satisfying. It, it was it, it was yeah. It was it was it was very sticky. It was very mm-hmm. funny. It was very not usually by the way I'd like to end a show. But I was like, you know what, the evil has been defeated. <laughs> Let's have fun this time.
2: Yeah. I want to give a shout out to Deckstar in the chat. It's how a House of Torture title reign should end. Like it just, Correct. it was, it was
3: Absolutely, <laughs> It was, it was very, very cathartic. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what, what yeah. a weekend. Well, so yeah, well,
3: that, that, that's yeah. all I wanted to bring up.
2: <laughs> Cheers.
1: New six man titles. Yoshihashi, Goto, and yo. Yep. Congrats. Well, guys, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up right there. Thank you very much for joining us, guys. On the on the Twitch chat, thank you very much. We've been reading you guys talking there. It's been awesome. It's been great. Ross, thank you very much. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. You guys always are always awesome. a
3: pleasure.
1: Yes, summer. Enjoy your summer.
2: All right. Oh yeah. Keep the cool. Keep the fan on. Keep cool over there, Ross. All right. Don't. I will. Hey, hard. you. You safe travel. Travel safe, man. You're gonna be. Uh, uh, make sure. Uh, Get all your ducks in a row and kick some ass and take some names over there. I'm ready. I'm
1: ready. Guys, thank you very much. I'll see you guys next week. I, hey, Ross, I yep. may be on the road, but we're going we're gonna to come back on. Let's keep it rolling through the G1. Hell all yeah. Right. We'll be here. All right, guys. Thank you very much. See you guys next week.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's Thomas Island. Find more great Thomas Island content like the Shotgun series, weekly happy hour Zoom course with Thomas, video versions of the podcast, and much, much more at patreon.com forward slash Thomas Island and visit at Thomas Island on Instagram and Twitter. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app.